everybody. Welcome to today's Power Talk on the power of beliefs and how to infuse your day with positive thinking. Now, the reason why I'm speaking to you on this is because over the last 16 years coaching a lot of doctors, often I hear a lot of uh, negative associations, stinking thinking, uh, basically a lack of belief in not only oneself, but the ability to have clarity and direction of where we're going. So tonight, what I want to do is share with you um, some of the steps that I use to really stay in a positive state of thinking and how that affects my belief system as moves me forward to what we call destiny action steps. Now, for those of you who know, I was trained in the Tony Robbins world for about 10 years. I ran the fortune management division of Tony's group for about two training uh, doctors and associated with some dentists as well. But what I want to talk about is what you think of you often get and what you focus on, meaning you have clarity in what you do, you often get. And what you often do and taking massive action steps will help drive you towards success in your life. So tonight is really about getting clarity in your beliefs and your action steps and what's foundational to that that's going to move you forward. So the mindset component is really critical to your success. And to start this conference call, I'm going to be a little bit of a conspiracy theorist because I have to have a firm belief that the media, um, the news, the uh, food industry with its deficiency in minerals and vitamins, uh, the media with all the negative news and, and uh, the, the fear and terror that they induce on the TV, that even the violence on TV and video games, I mean, the list can go on and on. Our circle of friends can actually have a very negative influence, and that can affect not only our belief systems, but our self-esteem, our self-worth, and that, I believe, creates a sense of what we call uh, negative neuroassociations. And the reason why is because I believe that these people actually know that if they can put negative associations or negative thoughts into your mind, that creates a chemical reaction, a psychoneurochemical reaction in your body that anchors itself. And it's very easy to trigger that through media or through um, anything that we're involved with a day-to-day basis. And that can affect how we feel, how we think, and affect our belief systems. So the one thing that they can't take away from you, and which is foundational, is your beliefs and beliefs in who you are. And if we can uh, create uh, what I'm going to talk about in a minute as your primary value and build upon your values and belief systems, I think this... Uh, lecture tonight is really going to help you create some influence and direction of where you're going. And I want to start with a story that happened to me about 20 years ago. And this is when I first started in the Tony Robbins world. And I was at a date with Destiny. This is about 1996. I'm at this date with Destiny in Miami. And it was packed. I mean, there was about 5,000 people at the seminar. I was at the back of the room. And, you know, I'm going through Tony's systems and creating values and belief systems and action steps. It was all good. And I, I had at the time this long-standing belief that I wasn't good enough. Now, in my heart, I really wanted to be a coach. I wanted to teach. That was one of my primary values was to give back and to teach. And I had a very busy practice. I, you know, I was at the pinnacle of my career. And I had this feeling, this negative self-association that I couldn't be a good enough coach. 
And after listening to Tony talk about self-worth and, and esteem and value systems and beliefs, something started to swell in my heart. And I knew at that time that, that and it, this hit me when he said these three words. I want you to write these down. If you're taking notes or if you're listening to this as a recording, I want you to write these words. And Tony said this. And I'm at the very back corner of the room. I mean, 5,000 people. I'm at the very, very back corner. He said something that was so poignant, and to this day, I still remember it. He said, why not you? And he was talking to me. I mean, he was literally looking right at me. And I could tell that those words were meant for me. And it's one of those epiphanies that sort of rings in your head. It's like it's like someone took a gong and just hit it alongside your head. And he said, why not you? And I realized I had built this great practice. I've coached with some of the best in North America. I was a wizard marketing. I had experience in building a volume, volume practice. So why not me? Why couldn't I get out there and coach? Why couldn't I get out there and teach? Because somewhere, somehow, someone had anchored this negative self-belief that I wasn't good enough, that, you know, maybe it was my upbringing, maybe it was being in sort of a, you know, meat and potatoes family, maybe having a lot of brothers, maybe being number two out of three boys. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. But I had this belief at the time that I couldn't do it. But this split my head wide open. Those three words, why not me, created a foundation for my belief systems. And this starts with what we call the primary question. The primary question is central to everything you do. So if you're listening to me tonight, I want you to take a piece of paper. And in the very middle, I want you to create a circle. Because we're going to create concentric circles, about seven of them. And that first concentric circle is your primary question. The primary question is really what gets you out of bed every morning, is what drives you um, to, to do what you do, and it's central to everything you do. The primary question is the purpose of, of your existence. Why are you here? Why do I do what I do? And that's the question you want to ask yourself. How is it that I want to live my life? So really the primary question is, your purpose. It's your life's purpose. And it's to empower other people, then it's to empower other people. If it's to save lives through chiropractic, then it's to save lives through chiropractic. And everything you do, every action step, every value belief system comes back to that primary question. So one month later, just to continue the story, I'm on this vision quest. Now, on the very first night, we had done a sweat lodge. We had a native shaman that came in, and it was a three-hour Indian sweat lodge, and it was a purification. It was really three hours of sweating, feeling like your skin is peeling off your back. And then on the second day, we did something called a holographic meditation. And the holographic meditation was more of a mental purification. The first was both spiritual and physical, but this was a mental purification. And we had this lady from South Africa who had gold coiled rings. Now, there's about a dozen people who were on the, on the mats with me and we're laying down and Conference. we're basically, we're basically, um, having these rings put around, you know, or near our extremities. And I was watching other people. They were, were writhing on the floor. They, some were throwing up. Some were swelling on their pants. I mean, it was really interesting. I was tired. But nothing was happening to me. And this was a three-hour meditation. I was the only one that didn't go into some sort of convulsion or, or was, you know, was, was having some sort of, um, you know, release out of my body. 
And this teacher came over, and she took the gold quilled rings, and she says, are you okay? I said, I'm fine. Nothing's happening. She said, I'm going to try something different I've never done before. And she took the gold coiled rings. Instead of putting them near my extremities, she put them around my extremities, on my feet, around my head, my feet. And all of a sudden, everything went black. And I felt I was sinking into this mat. And what's really interesting is everything got dark. And I woke up in a clearing floating over a canvas of trees. Now, it was early in the morning. It was dawn or late at night, dusk. And as I came over the this this uh, clearing of trees in this small valley, there was a river, and the river was full of blood, and the trees, the leaves were falling off the trees. And then the clearing in front of me was a silverback gorilla. Now, you have to imagine, this is a pretty strange vision. But I remember floating over these trees. Everything was blood and exfoliating, and there was a gorilla sitting there. And he looked at me, looked up at me, and says, why do you do what you do, and why are you not doing more? Why do you do what you do? And why are you not doing more? This is the primary question. And at that point, when I came out of it, this happened like 30 seconds, a minute max. I had something called clarity. And my goal for you tonight is to really have clarity in your purpose and your belief systems. And what's interesting is next week, I'm back home adjusting. And I had a patient of mine, Lisa Westland. Now, Lisa loved chiropractic. She just... She adored me, but she loved chiropractic because of what it did for her. It really got her on her feet again and, and helped her live life fully. And she was off to Rwanda, and this is during the genocide. I mean, this is how crazy this lady is, just after this genocide. And she was she's going to Rwanda, and she said to me, she said, Dr. Mike, she's a little German lady. She says, I want to bring you back something. And I said, Lisa, I have everything I need. There's, there's nothing you can bring me back. And she says, well, I want to buy you a gift. Now, two weeks later, she was over there, and she came back during her adjustment. She had this small box, and she said, I have a gift for you. I met a native shaman, and they wanted me to give this gift to somebody important in my life. And I said, well, it's very sweet of you, Lisa, but I really had She goes, no, no, Dr. Mike, you don't understand. Chiropractic saved my life. I want you to have it. Well, I was busy afternoon, and I was adjusting back and forth, and I just had parked it aside. I figured it was a mug or a cup or, or something like that. And I sat down after my shift, and I opened up the box. I pulled out this little carving of a silverback gorilla. And I just about lost it right there. I thought, what are the chances that that's going to happen? Well, things always happen in threes. And the following week, a roommate of mine sent me a package. And I opened it up, and it was a book. It was a roommate that I had at university. And... Just out of the blue, he sent me this book. He says, I read this book. It impacted my life like you had impacted my life as a roommate. I wanted you to have it. And it was a book called Ishmael. And Ishmael is a philosophical journey of a, of a silverback gorilla who uses telepathy to take care of a family. I thought, strange. This is, this is just weird. What is going on? But the point I'm trying to make is that these experiences, which I think all of you should experience somewhere in your life, were central to my purpose in life and developed a lot of my belief systems and my values. And in the middle of that piece of paper, I want you to write primary value. Now, this is going to help shape your destiny because I'm really condensing a you know a two-hour lesson into sort of a picture in, in sort of a 30, 40-minute call, but I want you to at least follow along with me. Because somewhere along this, these concentric rings, you might have a little breakthrough. You might have something and you're going to go, oh, yeah, I get it. That primary question should be 
spirit-centric. Why do you live for what you do? It should not be egocentric in the sense it's for me, I want to build a big home and have lots of money. That's egocentric. That doesn't fulfill one, one's spirit. What has to be is spirit-centric. And I'm going to suggest that that spirit-centric primary question is really to give to others. It's to serve others. It's to maybe create an environment, a um, um, a practice that's a healing center, a true healing center, or maybe a true wellness-based practice that works on the physical, the mental, the, the nutritional, the spiritual. Now, outside of that ring, you're going to develop another ring, and this is important because this is your value system. And you've heard me say this before, but your value system must be uh, must be emotional or spiritual based. What I mean is the values are things that you cherish in life. Now, I'll share mine with you because mine are emotional based. And the lesson I learned from Tony when he changed it from material based, like health, wealth, money, to one that was spiritual or emotional based, his life grew. And it's from those value systems that you actually make decisions, not based on opportunities, but based on your values. Now, to share mine, they're love and gratitude passion and bliss, freedom, family, magnificence, and significance. Now, that's how I live my life. I I start my day. I I make sure I start in a state of love and gratitude. I make sure that I'm passionate and blissful about everything I do. I make sure I have the keys to, to freedom so nobody can tell me what to do. I look at, you know, family. Family is important to me. My, you know, my girlfriend and, and my, my son, uh, sons, I should say. Magnificence is having wonderful things around you and significance, meaning that I have significance on this planet in order to make it a better place, in order to fulfill my primary question. Now, you can have secondary values of health, wealth, and success. Nothing wrong with that. But here's what I'm going to suggest is you're going to be chasing the dollar. You're going to be chasing material things and you'll never achieve it because you'll always want more. But if you're central and you value your value systems, then, and those are emotional or spiritual based, I'm going to guarantee that in your heart, in your heart's heart, things are going to grow and they're going to flourish and you're going to have everything that you want at the far end. Now, on the next ring is your belief systems and this is powerful because I'll talk about how I anchor this with my belief systems on a daily basis. And, your belief systems always start with I am. I am. Because when you say I am, you actually resonate. And when you resonate, you put that feeling into your thoughts. And the thoughts create a neuropsychochemical connection, which anchors into your body. So I am an amazing doctor. I am beautiful. I am a beacon like a lighthouse for saving lives. I am wealthy, healthy, and wise. I am a vehicle or a vessel for healing. Whatever you want, you can think of a million of these. But I want you to make and take the time to write these down. Write down the belief systems that are positive. Not I'm a loser, but I am a winner. And always things that are positive because what you often say, you think of, and what you think of most often, you anchor into your cells. And when you anchor it, that helps you take a positive action step. It helps you attract more in your life. Now, around this and on top of this is your purpose, the purpose of why you do what you do. Different from your primary question. Primary question is how, why do you live? 
purpose is why you do what you do. I, I do this to maybe get help people get better. I do this because I, I want to have a wellness-based practice that is bar none the best. I do this because, you know, I, I want to um, provide for my family. The purpose is around that. And then the next ring, the purpose is the why, so around that put why. The next is your threshold rules. Now, this is important because the the ring around threshold rules becomes action steps. So let me say those one more time. You got your primary question in the middle. You got your value systems, emotional, spiritual basis, number two. The beliefs, which start with I am, are number three. Your purpose and the why you do what you do is number four. And number five on the outside of that is your threshold rules. Now, your threshold rules are rules that you agree upon by yourself in order to conduct the steps that are congruent with your value systems and congruent with your primary question. So what I mean by that is your threshold rules are rules that allow you to move forward in your life, allow you to grow, allows you to learn. So a threshold rule would be something like, I will study one hour per day. I will exercise every day. I will allow only fresh, live, energy-rich foods to pass my lips. That is what we call a threshold rule. Now, you can also have negative threshold rules, especially if you have a lot of vices that you know you need to shake. It's affecting your belief system, affecting your life. Like if you drink too much, you know what? I, I am not going to drink alcohol anymore would be one. Or if you spend too much time on the TV, you know, I'm going to limit myself to TV to, say, an hour a day or half an hour. So your threshold rules um, are very similar to what I'm going to talk about next, which is your action steps. And your action steps on the next ring are really two different action steps. The action steps are the how. So if you know um, why you do what you do, and you know what you want. It's really the outer ring, the the what in in life, and it might be the material things, or it might be the trips, or it might be the acknowledgments, whatever it might be. The 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 step in between that is the action step. So that's sort of the B do you have. You've heard that before, or the RPM results, purpose, and massive action steps. Same idea. The purpose is your why. The action steps is the how. And the two steps that you have here are your destiny action steps which are positive action steps. So if you want to build a practice, you might have to get out there and, you know, learn day one, day two procedures or get really good at marketing or learn how to do outside talks. So they're positive destiny action steps. And then you also have what you want to identify, sort of like negative threshold rules, are called sabotage action steps. And that would be spending too much time in front of the TV or, uh, you know, um, associating with the wrong people or a crappy diet. Those are the things that pull you away from your vision of where you want to go. And, of course, the very outer ring is the what you want in your life. So just one more time, primary questions in the middle. That's the burning question that gets you up every day. The values, spirit-centric, are the second ring. The third ring are your belief systems, starting with I am. I'll talk about how I use that in my rituals every day. The next one is your purpose, the why you do what you do. And then you've got your threshold rules. The threshold rules create a guidepost with which you're going to do things in a proper fashion. It's your your rules to spend time maybe studying every day. The next one is the how. It is the destiny action steps that are the action steps you're going to take forward to grow your practice. 
So, you know, like I said, learning how to do an outside talk. And then the negative sabotage acts of steps are the ones you don't want to do. They're the ones that are the vices that are pulling you away from your action step that you need to identify and you need to bury. And the last are the results, the what you want, and it should be the big character, the things that you want in life, spiritual, mental, physical, family, uh, financial, whatever it is, have that carrot on the outside. Now, these are central and create momentum to everything in your life, including your rituals. But the one thing I want you to get from this is not only that concentric ring that we just built together, but I also want you to get the one thing, and that is um, the rituals that really change your life. Because you can write this stuff down, but unless you put it into action steps, it's just not going to happen. So under rituals, the very, very first thing that you should be starting with is rising early. I recommend, you know, um, early in the morning, up at 5 or 5.30 or 6, and get into meditation, just 10 minutes per day. That's all you need. And that should be in front of your vision board. Now, if you see it and you feel it and you taste it in your neuropsycho, um chemistry, then you start to embody it. Isn't it so true that we get pulled away when we, you know, start watching the, the negative news or, you know, we start our day by maybe opening up the mail when we shouldn't and we see all the bills or, you know, we have an argument with our, our spouse and we get into a bad mood. You know, the best thing to do is rise and, and you become central to your universe. Get in front of your vision board. Spend 10 minutes and see that vision board as it is. And this is where you're going to create what we call positive neuroassociations. Now, when you have positive neuroassociations and you can meditate to the sound of creation, you will vibrate uh, and become more spirit-centric. And what I mean by that is when you vibrate at the sound of creation, and that's the, the ahs and the ohms, the ahs allow you to attract more of which the universe has in abundance. And this is where you're going to grow. And I know it sounds a little eclectic to some of you, and maybe like, ah, something I don't want to do because, hey, Dr. Mike, I just want to build my practice. Here's what I've discovered in 25 years is that essential to everything you do is your spiritual self. It is you resonating with the universe. It is you attracting instead of forcing things into your life. It is you being in that state of love and gratitude. It is you having a calm heart and being at peace with yourself. It is you stopping the thinking, thinking, and vibrating at a lower frequency and repelling that which you want in your life, what we want to do is we want to create positive, not negative, neuroassociations. And when you do this for 14 days, this is when we start creating the habit. And some doctors will say to me, hey, Dr. Mike, I'm doing this for a month every day and nothing's happening. Well, you know what? When you plant a seed, that seed and you add water to it, guess what? It starts to germinate, starts to grow, and it sends up a little shoot. Now, that shoot might be, you know, uh, an inch or two below the soil, but it's coming to the top, and you look down and you go, I don't see it yet. It can't be happening. And just when it's ready to shoot through the soil, that's when you stop, you walk away. Well, that might be 14 days. It might be 30 days. It might be a year. But when you're in that spirit-centric position and you're open to the universe, you know what? you got to be willing to receive because it will throw you a basket of goodies. You just have to be ready to be perceptive and receive it. So, yeah, you got to meditate, and two, got to be perceptive and be willing to receive it because it will come. I know I've done this many times, just 
thinking about people in my life. I'm thinking about doctors that I want to help and just being there. And you know what? When I think about them, I meditate them, guess what? The phone's ringing off the hook. You've done it with patients. You've done it with friends. You've done it with family. You start thinking about somebody. I was thinking about somebody that I haven't seen in about six years. And all of a sudden, I got a Facebook messenger from her. It's like, wow, how weird is that? I was putting it out there. I was in a meditative state. She was probably thinking of me because I got, I connected with her and I was thinking about her, but then I, I was willing to receive. So someone started that conversation. Now, step two is once you've done your meditation, you're in your vision board, and that vision board has everything that you be, do, and want to have in life, then you need to get into exercise. You need to move your body. You need to detoxify. You need to clear the mind. You need to embody your body with, with oxygen. And you've got to move at least 30 minutes, 40 minutes per day. Now, I don't care if you go for a brisk walk or if you're pumping iron or if you're doing some sort of, you know, Pilates. I don't care what you're doing. Just get out there and move your body. I, I did CrossFit for years. I had to scale it back a bit. But, you know, I like to do some sort of aerobic exercise and some sort of weight training. It keeps my body toned. Step number four, uh, three, sorry, is nutrition. And then stopping and having pure nutrition. You should have your smoothies, your minerals, your vitamins. Uh, if you have eggs, protein, whatever, you know, stay away from the carbs and the sugar in the morning. You guys know this. And step four, that's when you're going to shower. <laughs> I'm, I'm making fun of this one. But here's what really changed my life is, and this was Tony Robbins' test. So this is a Tony Robbins tool. He actually took his primary questions, his value system, he typed it out on a piece of paper. On the other side of the piece of paper, he put all of his his threshold rules and his belief systems. So the, the concentric ring, he just basically just slapped it on a piece of paper. He laminated it and he puts it in the shower. So when he's in there, he starts with his belief system. I am an amazing person. I am a great doctor. I am a healer. I am wealthy. If you say that to yourself on an ongoing basis, if you think it and you say it, you start to embody it through neuropsychochemistry into your your well-being, into your, your cellular component. They've proven this time and time again, that what you think of, what you say, what you attract in your life, you often get. So for those of us who are waking up every morning and we're in a pissy mood or we're starting our day and saying, ooh, i got to go to work. No, see it as play. I get to play every day. I am playing in my practice every day. How cool would that be to start with a positive belief system that I don't have to go to work. I get to go to play. So I start with that in the shower and a lamination, and you can say it out loud as a positive a neuroassociation. And on top of this, you know, no negative news, no negative people. You know, if I, I have somebody negative in my life, I basically turn around. I was at a restaurant once, and there was a lady there just, just bitching and whining at the front at the concierge. And she had so much negative energy, I really just stepped away. I had to walk away before I came back to the restaurant. I'm not even sure if I wanted to go in because she was in there. No negative news, no negative people, and your state. Align yourself with your emotional values, love and gratitude, bliss, peace, passion, significance, magnificent, family, whatever it might be, get into that positive state. Now, I had a question today, and I wanted to add this to this call. And somebody said to me, you know, when I'm looking at my vision board, Dr. Mike, uh, how do I how do I not get squirreled away? Because a lot of things come into my life. There's a lot of multi-level marketing. There's a lot of opportunities out there. There's a lot of people that will introduce you to things and pull you away from 
your vision board. And here's the four questions I want you to ask yourself when you are doing this. And this is important because this is going to affect your, your decision-making, your belief system, and your values. Number one on your vision board is does it anything that you have as an opportunity, I should say, that's coming into your world, is does it share in your vision? So you should know on your vision board um, who you are, that's your, your, your values and belief systems, what you want in life, that's the, the, the what, the haves, and then the things you need to do to get to it. Now, if those opportunities, those those shiny new things come in your life that you catch yourself squirreling, ask yourself, does it share my vision? Is it on my vision board? And if it's not up there for my physical fitness or it's not up there for my financial world or it's not up there for my spiritual, I'm not going to do it. Just period. Number two is am I passionate about it? Don't do something that you're going to see as a chore as work. Be passionate about it. If you're not happy as a doctor chiropractic, change. You know, if you're not happy, you know, of the technique that you're using, go learn a new one. If you're not happy putting modalities on people, throw them out the door and do something different. Love what you do and don't see it as a chore. Number three, is it alignment with my values? So first question, does it share my vision? And number three, is it in alignment with my values? And this is where I'm going to keep coming back to values versus opportunities. Always make your decision based on your values. If I decide to do this, if I bring spinal decompression into my practice, or if I bring nutrition into my practice, does that align with my values? What are my values? Uh, love and gratitude, you know, passion and bliss, family, significance, and magnificence. Does it align with my values? Yes or no? Ask that question. And then number four, if it's something that you really, really know but you don't have time for, is it something I can relegate? Is it something I can give to someone on my team? So number one, does it share my vision? Number two, am I passionate about it? Don't do it if you don't love doing it. You see where this is alignment with your values, which is number three, and is it something I can relegate? So those are four questions I ask myself every time something comes into my world. So one last thing I want to share with you, and this is called the million-dollar rule. Now, you've heard this before that you're only usually a couple thousand dollars outside of the net worth or net income of your closest friends. And one of the things that I've discovered is that I believe in order to grow, we must surround ourselves with like-minded people who are also growing. So I've let go of a lot of friends who were stagnant or weren't growing, and the same rules apply here. Do they share my vision? So anyone I associate with is, do they share my vision? I'm not going to bring somebody into my seminar that doesn't share my vision. I'm not going to bring somebody that's going to teach something that I don't even use. Number two is, does it share my passion? Am I passionate about it? Am I passionate about this person or what they're doing? Are they passionate? You know, I work with a good friend of mine, Matt Loop, because he loves social media just as much as I do. Does he share my vision? Absolutely. Is he in alignment with my values? Absolutely. He's in alignment with my values because we're about, uh, you know, and empowering other people to use social media to grow. And the last question is, can I learn from them? So that can these people teach me something? Now, this goes so true with your, your coach, your mastermind group, or even, you know, the friends that you surround yourself with. You know, there's certain people that I've been introduced to, and they just live in a different world. They're just not part of my world. So... Always stay in that state when you um, want to grow. Just ask yourself that million-dollar rule. And this is referring to like-minded people. They share my vision. They share my passions. I align with my values, and can I learn from them? So here's your homework from this call. 
I want you to at least sit down and make sure that you have your vision board done. Number two is do the concentric rings of your circle, starting with your primary question, your values, your beliefs, your purpose, your threshold rules, your action steps, and then the desired results on the outside. Make sure you have that down. Make sure as well that you can go through the four steps of your rituals in the morning. So step one on meditation, two on exercise, three on pure energy-rich nutrition, and four, going through your belief systems, preferably in the shower like I do. And number five is your vision board. Ask yourself those four questions. Now, I'm going to guarantee that for those of you who are on this call with me or listening to this on a, on a replay, you're going to take something away from this. But here's the key to this. The key to all of this is remembering that you are central to your universe. You must and you need to take care of yourself first. You can't help others or serve others or take care of your family unless you are working from yourself from above down inside out. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? You are the black hole in your universe. You are central because everything's going to circle around you. If your virtues and vices are off, if your value systems or your belief systems are off, if your rituals are off, if you don't have a vision and clarity in who you are and where you're going, you can't get anywhere. And a lot of you have tripped and fallen, and you already know that. So take this time and take this exercise. And when we get into some of the personal empowerment techniques in the future at our seminars, we're going to review more of this. But get alignment. And when you have alignment, you're going to see how things easy flow in your world, how things grow in your world and are attracted. Take this and do this for 14 days. Stretch it out for 30. You know, it's not going to kill you. If anything, it's only going to produce. And what's really interesting is that in all my years of coaching, everybody who's done this, who's written this down, who sees it, who has their vision board, they all come back and they say the same thing. They say, Mike, you know what? I wrote it down. I saw it. I meditated on it. I went back to it on at least a weekly basis, if not daily, and 90% of what I wrote down, I saw, I made, I produced my life. How cool is that? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up the lines. And I'd love to, because everybody's got a question. So just state who you are, where you practice, and if you have a question on these belief systems, um, what I've talked about on positive thinking and, and positive surroundings, Feel free to throw it out there. Anything goes. I know it's always tough being the first one. I got a lot of doctors on this call tonight, but I'd love to get some feedback from all of you. All right, no questions. Wow. It's always tough being the first one. Anyone can just shout it out if you have a question or a comment regarding what I've said or perhaps something you've done in the past that's related to this. All right, if there's no questions, guys, go back and listen to this um, Power Talk again and again. Go through the drills, go through the lessons, get your vision board going, and watch the magic happen. And definitely write as many belief systems down. That's going to empower you and say them out loud in your shower. Have fun with this. Rock and roll until our next Power Talk, Master Talk, Mastermind, Inner Circle Call, or CA Call. Guys, keep practicing with passion. Thanks for joining me. We'll talk to you all soon.